In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Burden. I'm Dave. And this week we're reviewing Nickelodeon's oh, Nickelodeon's Nickelodeon 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 SpongeBob SquarePants. So I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's do this. There's, you, there's always some cock up, isn't there? Yeah, the I'd, I'd like to let people know as well. Like, un, unless I've ever left it in for a comedic effect, like we'd never try that twice. So we just do it. Like, no, what, no, we, we yeah. just go for it immediately. I think so. in the earlier days when I when I first used to do, it, I was like, no, David, no, scrap that. You know, I'll um, I'll do it again. But and then it, now we just don't care. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. Then he realised I was just never gonna take anything out <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's there's, not stuff that, you, there's stuff you leave in the show, David. Yeah, it's not. Kidding. It's not that I can't be bothered. I, I just <laughs> listen through it, and I, I I usually just find that they're the funniest bits. So I just ah, leave it in. It Whatever. is. Yeah. Our, our podcast is an absolute mess, but hopefully people enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we just decided to do this like earlier, and I mean, I, yeah, of course I watched the episode, but like I really didn't need to, man. I fucking love SpongeBob. I. I guess uh, it's quite a perfect one because we're going through a bit of a heat wave at the minute. Just to add, Zep, I, I know you're having a miserable time where you are, David, but I, I live in a very cold house and, I, and I've actually got a jumper on at the minute. <laughs> I'm in my underwear and I've got tinfoil on the windows. <laughs> so, yeah. just, so you're just like Patrick, eh? When, when perfect gear. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you're not in a, you're wearing a tie, a red tie. Oh, uh, no. No, well, no. It's close enough, no, well. isn't it? It's close <laughs> What's enough. What's the difference, eh? Yeah. And, um,. Yeah, I've got SpongeBob to thank for a lot, really. You know, I think, and I'm, when I when I say that, I'm sure um, most people our age would agree. Like the first three seasons and the film, and then it's it's all over after that, really. Well, what What was your first What was your first memory of SpongeBob? Um, going back to my house uh, at lunch at school, and um, we must have just briefly had Sky, and we had Nickelodeon and. Nickelodeon plus one whatever and uh, yeah. uh, Nick Toons and Spongebob was like I mean probably still is to this day it was just the only thing that they ever showed was Spongebob and um, mm. I'm really trying to remember what the first episode was this will have been 2003 so all the best I think nearly all, all the, the best stuff. episodes were still yeah. were like that was all that existed so it was just goldmine just like I was just looked forward to like bloody hell like, that's actually really good well, I've told you my story many times of how I got on the SpongeBob. Go on. But, uh, yes, yeah, so my mum had this boyfriend and he absolutely hated me for whatever reason. And, uh, yeah, he, he knew that I disliked SpongeBob and I never really gave it a chance. I just thought it was a flipping annoying sponge, you know, like mm. sounding really annoying and all like that. I think at the time, it were, you know, it was something akin to like what the minions are today. Like, oh, this annoying kid thing, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not going to bother with it. And he, and he was completely aware of it. So I think for, for Christmas, he bought me one thing and it was a SpongeBob movie. And most people think, oh, well, that's a nice gift, SpongeBob movie. But he knew I hated it. So it was kind of like a sly, like, yeah, fuck you. Mm. And uh, anyway, I think we took it on a skiing holiday. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think we, I think we went um, skiing over Christmas, and uh, just to show how middle class we are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and all, all there was was a DVD player with that one film of SpongeBob, and I was really ill that day. And my mum and him went out skating because I was just absolutely gone. I think I had a fever or something. 
and then I popped on the Spongebob movie because I thought there's literally nothing else to do it. I think all I had with me was an MP3, of Ministry of Sound MP3 player. Oh, right. Yeah, it was, and yeah, absolutely nightmare. But it was, it was class for the time. So I put it on and it was just one of the... I think it might be my favourite comedic film ever. <laughs> that is clear. I was blow, blown away by it. I thought this is the greatest thing ever. I was creasing, even though I was absolutely dying, like... At the time, but it was just amazing. I loved it. It's funny that you um, started with that because, as far as like Steven Hillenburg was concerned, that was the end of SpongeBob. That was like, that's where he thinks the story it, it, ended. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It changed after that film. Yeah. Well, yeah, he left. He left. <coughs> he um, he didn't want to do it anymore, and he 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 was brought back mm. a couple of times as like an overseer. Not really yeah. a writer, you know, um, but he didn't really. They destroyed the. Sh- they'd done a lot of things. Like, I'll give you just a little example. Is like the um, he fucking hated the idea of having like celebrity voice actors on right. and stuff. So like, there's there's Cheap only <sighs> the two that I can think of: John Reese Davies, the guy who plays Gimli. Okay, he's yeah. he's Man Ray. Uh, oh really? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's man, he's Manry. And um, do you remember the crazy cat lady that Nick's uh, steals Gary? Yes. yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, Amy Poehler. Right. And then right. all the other ones after that are all like fucking, you know, just like it was just one after the other because it wasn't Stephen Hillenburg doing it anymore. Right. And um, yeah, they just had anybody fucking literally. And anybody. also, and also Maroon Five completely. Fucked him over as well. Oh, Stephen Hillenburg. Oh, yeah, yeah the yeah, Super Bowl yeah. thing. Oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, God. Less said about that, the better. Fuck him. Like, um, <laughs> you know. You know, I, I, I'm I, not a fan of Maroon 5. Never really have I, been. I actually am. And, I, think um, they, I think they were great, but... No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm not like, oh, I don't understand why people dislike them. Like, I, I get why they're very popular. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not being... I'm not being in... Um, what's what's the term? Snobbish, uh, for lack of a better term. But yeah, yeah I, I... And I thought, like, w- once I heard... The Super Bowl or the Bubble Bowl music playing, I thought like I went fair play, you absolute lads, because that was the perfect time to put it on. Yeah, and then some some random rapper came from an asteroid, <laughs> and then just went did his thing, and I was like, what are you doing? Five? And it, it was. So, they would have been better off if they didn't do it at all. It was like yeah, it was it was, just, it was complete fuck you. So Maroon Five went really up in my estimate just when I heard the the trombones and the trumpets. All going for us at the, at the bubble for sweet wall. victory, yeah. for sweet victory, yeah. And then, and then when I come up with this, I come up with the song's called. It's a really popular rap song, I think, at that in that year. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, they dropped even further down on my very low standards for them in the first place. Yeah. Well, like I said, he looks like the commander from Handmaid's Tale, and I don't think that's a coincidence. So who who does Adam Levine, oh, does, the lead singer of Maroon Five? He does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looks loads like him. Um. But uh, weirdly, though, even though I do rate Maroon 5, uh, I can thank Spongebob for introducing me to my favourite band, which is Ween. Right. Did they do um, did Ocean, Ocean Man? Man did yeah, yeah. They did Ocean Man at the end of the Spongebob film. There was a lot of controversy at the time because, oh, um, you know, most of their songs are like, I mean, on that same album, there's a song called I'm Waving My Dick in the Wind. Right. You know, and it's on a kids show, but um, they actually wrote the um, you know the episode where he learned he, he can't remember how to tie his shoes. 
Yeah. And there's a song at the end, like, you had Luke de Luke Pemple and shoes. Are Luke. That's Ween. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, they wrote it. For the <laughs> they do, um, <laughs> no, 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 that's, no. that is Tiny Tim from the 1950s. There is, there is a real Tiny Tim and that was him. Perfect. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, God, he's, uh, he was a strange looking man, but, uh, that song's great. You just have to go back and see the footage and watch him perform. It's kind of eerie. Mm. I, d- I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. That sounds awful to say because he was like, this was before like everybody was so like superficial, you know, and he was just there for like literally having a good song. It's some fair play to him, but fair um, him. wouldn't fly now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> wouldn't fly now. But um, but he's too tiny, isn't he? Yeah, but you you sent me off to do um the facts this week. I did. So yes. I've kind I've kind of tried my best. To um, I'm all ears, David. Well, you don't have to be because I've tried my best to make it a little bit of a quiz, kind of. Okay. Right. Well, first off, the crusty crab. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you recognise what it is at all? Is it a um, is it a sexual joke? No. I mean the appearance of it. What is oh, it? Oh, sorry. Um. It looks like a basket where you catch crabs in. Ah, bingo! It's a lobster trap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The well, cust- I was I was kind of close. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, there is a well until 2019, there was a real crusty crab, the first real crusty crab in the world, right? Whereabouts? Well, I'll give you one guess, Ben. Okay. Where do you think it would be? If you could pick Atlanta, anywhere in the world. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Palestine. <laughs> I was rattling through. I was, <laughs> I was rattling through my head, thinking like, "Oh wait, well, what places sound something from the sea? Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know, Atlantis. You know something? Yeah, no, it's in Palestine. <laughs> what am I supposed to get that? I, it was, I thought you'd say, "Oh, where do you think it might be? It's you know, it's the crusty crab under the sea. It'll be something." It was open for five years. Real right. deal. Right. <laughs> so, by like, um, there's pa- a joke in there. Isn't by there? like, Palestine's like biggest <laughs> burger company, you know, like right, they're right. equivalent of like McDonald's, like opened oh, yeah. a real custard crab. Um, so here's something I thought you would find interesting as okay. well. This isn't quite a question, but the episode, the way they used to write the episodes was like a noun game. Okay. So they would pick three nouns out of a hat and write an episode out of that, which is almost exactly what South Park said Family that guy. Family Guy yeah, did with yeah, Manatees, yeah. but that that is literally. That is how they would write the episodes for SpongeBob. Just pick three nouns up and write a story around yeah, that's it. Great. Well, it works for, works for Family Guy. So. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, so there you go. Um, birthdays. I've got birthdays of two of the main characters. Okay. So, SpongeBob, July fourteenth. What year? Nineteen seventy-two. No, he's not that old. He's nineteen eighty-six. Oh, okay. 1986, so that would make him 35, just turned 35. 1986? Uh, yeah. Well, w- wouldn't he be about 12 then, if the show came out in 99? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, right, I thought yeah. I meant I meant today. As oh, to- right, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, funny enough that you would, um, it's hard to keep up with the timeline of the show, but, um, it's done by design, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> but by the time the movie rolls around, SpongeBob's been employee of the month for 374 consecutive months. 
So that would mean from the pilot episode of the film, he's been working there for 31 years? <laughs> so I can imagine... Like, <laughs> I can imagine when he got a job with uh, Christy Crabbe, he would have been like a teenager, 17. Um, right. Yeah, but now he's 12. But, you know, Spon- Sponge is like, apparently lived till like 500 years old. Yeah, if you can even count dumb, them as a living it's a thing. It's a joke, though, and it's, yeah. it's the liberal, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think they really paid much attention to it. Did you, like, for example, did you know Squidward's actually an octopus? Did you know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, even though he's only got six legs. Yeah. Just when they drew him, they just thought it would be uh, too busy. <laughs> so just got rid of two legs. So. Well, Whatever. he was originally going to be called Octoboy. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, he was going to be Sponge Boy as well. Mm. Um, but they couldn't call him that because uh, there was already a mop with that name. <laughs> so they had to change the name to SpongeBob and the rest is... Well, in, in, in some foreign dub, Squidward was actually renamed Octo. Was he? I didn't know that. Uh. I actually didn't know that. Um, and here's, here's one that might tie it into something interesting. that uh, The siren that goes off in the Krusty Krab, you know, like when Patrick, yeah, uh, not Patrick, when Plankton is, um, you know, like stealing the Krabby Patty or whatever, right. and there's a siren that goes off. It's the exact same sound effect from the prison in Shawshank Redemption because Mr. Right. Krabs is voiced by Clancy Brown, who is the main prison guard in Shawshank. So, right. There you go. And I always, I always knew that. I always well, knew the guy, the guy plays Jaws in Bond. Uh, no, no, no. The prison guard. You know, the prison guard, the one who's like. He beats them a lot, but then he's also like quite reasonable at times as well. It's a different actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. it's Clancy Clancy oh, okay. Brown's his name. He's in um uh the he's in Detroit as well, you know that shitty game. <laughs> he's the he's your partner in that. Detroit Oh right, yeah. Yeah, Detroit okay. become okay. human or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Being human? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, become Detroit becoming human. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it becoming oh who fucking cares? Well um and um the pilot. That's a tricky one, the pilot episode. It's a tricky one to talk about because the help wanted like so it came in three parts. Like when we did um uh we did another show recently where it was like two episodes but we and we reviewed both of them. But it's like mm. they were released as a pilot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how cartoons did, you know, there's always like the two eleven minute episodes or whatever. Yeah. So the pilot episode was made in the middle of 1997 even though it didn't air until 1999 so it was the, yeah. it was the pitch episode right and um finally got the budget getting him here blah 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 um do you remember the reef blower episode that's part of yes. it yes yeah, yeah yeah so that's only silent because um that Budgetary was the reasons sorry was it for the budget? No, no. Well, I mean, I guess it can kind of have something to do with the budget. The um the day they had scheduled for recording the recording equipment wasn't working. Right. So um, <laughs> they just quickly had to blag and make the whole episode silent. Fair enough. And it's the only time they've ever done it as well. Ah. Even well, though... Well, I, I don't think, you know, Spongebob became such a big show, I doubt any of the recording equipment buggered up after that. No, I know, but like, it, you know, you set th- those first three episodes set the stand, like set the platform for like what yeah. would, was to come. So you would have thought they might have done it again, but then they, they didn't. Ah. Interesting. Um, and... Uh, I haven't got my glasses on because every time I put them on, <laughs> they steam, steam up. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you know where SpongeBob's laugh comes from? The, no, I do not. It's supposed to replicate. So Tom Kenny got free reign on the laugh, and he um, mixed uh, what he 
the best he could, the sound of a dolphin with the shriek of a seagull. Right. <laughs> the seagull thing I'm not so sure about, but the dolphin thing I definitely get. It's yeah, like, yeah. And I mean, you've seen the video, surely, where you, you tap your throat and that's, mm. how, that's what gets the line, bah, like all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Go on. And um, <laughs> I think that is all of them, apart from when they were making the theme uh, song. Uh, Stephen Hilberg wanted to make the most annoying song as possible. That was his plan. That was what he was aiming for when he made that. Mm. Very iconic. Are you ready, kids? And all that aye, shit. Aye, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> but it was made to be hated and is now right. loved, mm. beloved by, and known by so many people. And there you go. That's all my facts for you right there. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, David. Thank you. No worries. Try my best first time for me doing them. It's, well, I, I've, I've got a few here because we kind of... I kind of thought you would have crossed all of mine off as well in the process, but I, I, a few did slip through. Oh, go um, on, yeah, yeah. So Stephen Hilberg, the, the creator, um, amazing guy, was, was a marine biologist. Uh, when he pitched the show to Nickelodeon, he brought a fish tank into the boardroom and explained what was living inside. He then placed a cartoon drawing of SpongeBob into the tank and said, this is SpongeBob, the star of new, your new, new show. And he started to act out the whole... <laughs> Um, like a story with the little um, characters in SpongeBob, and and the boardroom absolutely just like bout like fell over laughing. I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Really? Yeah. Like Did- they, they, they 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 actually said it was one of the funniest pictures they've ever seen, and they were just crying because of us because of how stupid it was. They will have known him at some extent, won't they? Because he worked on um. Yeah. So he he, he worked. He did work on a few shows. Yeah. Rockers and- something. World, yeah, but Bocco's Modern World, Rocco's Modern World, Rocco's that's Modern it. World, and uh, he did, yeah. So he worked on loads of shows. So he was well known, and mm-hmm. so he had the the rights to pitch a brand new show. Yeah, and yeah, he he did that, and he just the, the bored people of Nickelodeon thought it was the greatest thing ever, and he kind of went and going like, oh fuck it, I'll pitch this really silly thing that I've came up with for the crack. Yeah, but funny enough. Um, so when they, were, when they were trying to get this made and the colonial executives requested for SpongeBob to be um, a child in school, um, you know, S- Stephen Hilberg was ready to walk out. He was absolutely completely fucked off by all this. Yeah. And um, and he was ready just to abandon the whole series since he wanted like SpongeBob to be an adult character, obviously. It worked perfectly well. He, he did eventually compromise by adding a new character to the main cast, Mrs. Puff, who was SpongeBob, but driving teacher. And this, this obviously allowed SpongeBob to attend school whilst being an adult and create that classroom kid-like dynamic. Yeah, so that was okay. the compromise, yeah. She's the only main character that's a fish. Mrs. Puff. Wow, yeah. That's not yeah. a fact. That, that's just an ob- observation. No, 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 you're right. Just, <laughs> yeah. The only character that's a fish in the show. Yeah. Underwater. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, so so that, that's all my fact, but I do have a, I do have a very naughty... Um, I do have a naughty section about very dark conspiracy theories to do with the show. I did stumble upon one, but I... Um, and I'm guessing you're going to bring it... Probably the, the, these I, I picked some quite juicy ones, and Go on. um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of these are like some of them are very famous, um, but I might as well whittle, whittle them off. Uh, so yeah, and um, one of the most popular SpongeBob SquarePants theories came 
uh, claims that Bikini Bottom is located directly underneath Bikini Atoll, the Marshall Islands atoll where the US government conducted 23 nuclear tests during the Cold War. That means SpongeBob and his friends are aquatic mutations whose bodies and minds have been warped by the nuclear waste above. The Bikini Atoll theory would also explain why everyone in the modern underworld's underwater community sends letters and dresses like dads from the 1950s. Ah. Well, okay. You know, I, I, like, I do like theories like that because, like... It's just daft, yeah, absolutely. I, I've got... The, the, they, get, they get way more ridiculous. Oh, my God, go um, on then. So, uh, th- th- this one's I think, is the most popular one. And you definitely would have heard this one. Uh, so the, just that the characters represent the seven deadly sins. Yeah, so obviously yeah. the seven deadly sins, you've got sloth, pride, greed, gluttony, lust, envy, and wrath. Um, but they're also called the some Nickelodeon view, viewers, Spongebob's seven main characters. So seven main characters in, in Spongebob. So you've got Patrick, who spends most of his day snoring under a rock, so he's a sloth. Um, Mr. Crab's obsession with money makes him a clear candidate for greed, obviously. Um, while Cranky Squidward is a neat stand-in for Raph. Uh, Plankton's sole mission in life is to steal the Krabby Party secret formula. What um, deadly sin is that? Um, M- envy. Okay, yeah. Uh, then that leaves gluttony for Gary, pride for Sandy, and lust for the overly friendly SpongeBob. So that's 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 a very popular one which I've seen. I just thought I'd get that one out the, the way. The only one that doesn't make <laughs> lust for SpongeBob, lust. Yeah, but I think you, you assume lust is something sexual. But what 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 does he lust for? He's like he's happy friendship. And he's constantly he's over over the top friendly with everyone, and he lusts for attention. Oh, God, if that if that's a sin, then fuck God, right off. If, <laughs> how can like how can SpongeBob be? Well, the first every sin is sloth, so that's me out of the picture. You know what I mean? That's me going to hell. Yeah, but like, how can like? Are, are you really telling me like if you you know like if it turned out mm. to be real, we're going right? Okay, let's face it, we all are, aren't we? Pop, <laughs> but um. I just can't imagine going down there and seeing SpongeBob being like ripped to shreds, you know, like absolutely tortured because he was over friendly to everyone. Yeah, just yeah. being like I don't know, just just horrible. I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine that. I'd be like, right, nah, well, I'm not a fan of this place. I'll tell you that it's not yeah. fair. Yeah, well, well, once again, it's it's a fan theory, isn't it? It's one of them. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got another one for you. Uh, while SpongeBob loves spending time with his neighbour, uh, Squidward tolerates him at best. So why doesn't Squidward move or quit his job, working alongside SpongeBob at the Krusty Krab? Hmm, seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Uh, Sun- SpongeBob's secretly rich parents hired Squidward to watch over SpongeBob, who they suspect has ADHD. They are worried <laughs> about how their son would fare on his own. Uh, they wanted to have an independent life, so they bought SpongeBob a nice house, which he would not be able to afford on a fry cook salary, and gave Squidward a loan to help him move next door. Squidward has served as sort of a guardian ever since, and SpongeBob's parents purchased a deceptively modest home for themselves nearby so they could spend more money on travel. Well... What a load of tribe. But I'll tell you why, right? The the episode we just watched, Scribble doesn't even want him to work with him. Yeah, because he, he, he spent so much time looking after him, being the guardian, that he doesn't want him at the workplace as well. But he doesn't look after him. He spends all of his time avoiding him, even though he lives next to him. And there is an episode where he tries to move away as well, unsuccessfully. It's in season one. Yeah, oh well. Yeah, rubbish theory. Not I'm not going to go at you, but whoever did it, rubbish... All right. Okay. I've gotten rid of the the um, 
got the the the, the first the first sorry story one. the first three ones I showed you are a little little bit just like daft ones whatever we're going to get a little bit dark now okay so um so uh, as we all know David uh, Krabby Patties are like super delicious yeah the great the greatest burger in all of the seven seas uh, and it all comes down to the super secret ingredient that only Mr Krabs knows in SpongeBob as well and there might be a sinister reason why he's keeping it under lock and key. And many people believe Mr. Krabs is a cannibal who makes his burgers with crab meat. He has killed and served up all of his crab friends for business, which is why it is, he is seemingly the only crab in town, and some even speculate that the long-absent Mrs. Krabs was a victim of his schemes. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. Another one debunked, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Stephen Hilmberg said he hinted when he was alive that um, they were vegetarian, <laughs> crabby patties. And... Mm-hmm. Um, That's what they want you to think. See if you don't feel so bad about eating dead crabs. Yeah, but... It's all a ploy, David. What, Stephen Hillenberg? Yeah, think? It's, it's all... Yeah, it's a, I don't know. <laughs> well, um, there's an episode where he meets up with his old... I mean, it's not part of the original three seasons, so fuck him anyway, but, like, it's... Um, he meets up with all his old, like, army buddies. And some of them are crabs. Oh, yeah. So he still has, there's still crabs around, but, he, you know, he, he seems to have gotten all the ones in town, hasn't he? Well, there's no stingrays in town. That's not to say that they're all made of stingrays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> but where's, where's the other sponges, apart from SpongeBob's family? Mr. Krabs has his mother still. Surely he would have killed his mother over his wife. I don't know, his wife might be, be, be a bit too naggy. You've seen how Pearl's turned out. Yeah, well, that's the lack of a mother figure right there, I'll tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> and She's eaten many Krabby Patties, Pearl. Um, oh, tastes just like mother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so some fans have picked up on the strange similarities between SpongeBob SquarePants and military veterans. He wears the same thing every day, wakes up at the same time with a horn. And addresses his boss with vaguely militaristic terms like, Yes, sir. If SpongeBob is a veteran struggling from PTSD, he might have some weird verbal tics and seek stability in a full-time fry cook gig in, in, in a quiet neighbourhood. Bollocks! Wrong again, can't be. I mean, like, he's, they're, they're all ship references. They're all like the crew reference. Aye, aye, captain. And aye, aye, sir. And all that, like... Yeah, the military do it as well, but that's only because the Navy did it, and then that's where secrets, that's all it. Nah. Nah. I'm just trying to have fun here, dude. No, no, I know, I know, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Nah, fuck your fucking theories, burden. <laughs> nah, it doesn't make sense. Actually, in season one, episode 13. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry, I know I'm shouting. <laughs> I've not shouted over any show on, on, that we've done yet, and I'm shouting over SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, David, why, why are you so fucked up? Oh, Ben was giving these fan theories and they're all wrong. <laughs> that's it, quit. <laughs> that's it. Quit right, that's the last episode of the yeah. show. Very good. <laughs> uh, okay, and, and the last one. Uh, like so many discussions on the internet, this theory begins uh, with Hitler. Uh, the logic goes that Squidward, a failed artist... And kind of a jerk with a squid superiority complex represents Adolf Hitler. 
He wants to get rid of SpongeBob, who embodies the Jewish people. Patrick stands for German ignorance. He lives alongside SpongeBob and Squidward, but seems totally oblivious to their toxic dynamic. Sunny Cheeks is America, trying to free the Jews, SpongeBob, from Hitler's, Squidward's, tyranny. Finally, Mr. Crab represents the rest of Europe, which looks down on Hitler and Germany for its role in World War I. Where does Mrs. Puff fall in this? Maybe she's Mexico. Do you want to hear a little quick? Do you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, go on. Do you want to hear a little quick fact about Mexico? <laughs> this is great, right? <laughs> so Mexico was actually were actually members of the uh, the Allies. They were they were on the Allies side, mm-hmm. and um, bless them, they didn't like have much in the way of support at the time, but they did um, fly one fighter jet over to Europe. One fighter jet, like a single. See the yeah. fighter jet, and it, cra- <laughs> it crashed on the way. It didn't make it, and I oh. know, oh, bless him. And that was Mexico's input in World War Two. Well, speaking of um, lack of input, obviously we know Switzerland is um, Mister Neutral, yeah. and they were so obsessed with being neutral to the point where they would put bombs on every bridge around the Swiss Switzerland border. Yeah, put bombs on um, bridges. Um, canals, like anywhere that a foot soldier could cr- across the border, and <laughs> j- just ready to blow them up. Go like, nah, want nothing to do with anyone. Wow, yeah. And just like that, we've went from SpongeBob to World War Two. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just. Um, sorry, let me rewind. Thank you for sharing that theory with me. Oh, oh no problem, David. I really, I really did find that very interesting, and I will take that into account <laughs> throughout my argument later on. In our episode. <laughs> oh well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed them, David. Do you like my attempt at sarcasm? When am I ever sarcastic? Mm-hmm. Never. I know it's it's never. really strange. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's because I can't do it very well. That's why. Um, but really, got <laughs> <laughs> Um, should we crack on with the episode? Yeah, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. Let's go. So this is called uh, Help Wanted. With yeah, a, a reference to the help wanted sign out the front of the Krusty Krab, which he does not yet work, but it's his dream start, I'm, job. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to take off my, my hoodie because it's getting warm now. Oh, is it getting warm for you? <laughs> I, I closed the window just so there wasn't any sound coming through. Two seconds. Yeah, no worries. No problem. I'm the same. I have my window closed as well. I'm like steaming okay, myself. Okay, okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. What were you saying, David? I do apologise. No, yeah, all right. Don't worry. I was just saying, um, the help wanted is just a reference to the, mm. um, <laughs> a reference. I sound like such a fucking film. <laughs> it's a reference to the help wanted sign out the front of the crystal crown. Um, oh, really? That's yeah, yeah. And uh, he doesn't work there yet, which is hard to believe if you've watched every episode of SpongeBob and not the first one. But he's, um, and mm. uh, it's his dream job. It is his dream job. To be a fry cook for the Krusty Krab. Who worked there before SpongeBob? Is there, I bet there's an episode talking about that. There it's is. Gotta be. Yeah. Later, oh, but it's one of the later ones. Yeah. Fuck right. it. But um, I, I always got the impression that like, it was just Squidward and Mr. Krab. I mean, Mr. Krabs must know how to do it. It's his recipe, right? So he'll have yeah. start, he'll have started the Krusty Krab one day and he'll he'll have taught Squidward how to do it and then maybe everybody else just came and went like most fry cooks do, you know? Yeah. And what well, it's why they needed help. Yeah. They wanted the help. Yeah, because 
it's not not many not many people want to um stay just as a fry cook you know like a chef or mm. prep chef whatever like you move on to stuff like that but no spongebob that's that is the pinnacle for him yeah. the entry-level job that's what he wants and um oh f- funny enough i got a bit of a seg a weird segue actually go on um just keep reminding me of okay so a, a level entry job level god um yeah an entry job that he's so excited about so i've been watching a lot of space jam stuff okay and i found out that they wanted to make this into a massive franchise since since the michael jordan one in the 90s okay right and the plan and 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 so many of these were actually going to get made and they had one that was uh, golf, and it'd be with Tiger Woods. Yep. Called Golf Jam. Okay. <laughs> and they, uh, but first there's a few, there's a few more which which I'll get to my point. But the one that completely cocked up their plan for doing all these sporting ones, I thought like, right, we've done Space Jam, but now we're going to do a lot of ones. We're just going to do a main, you know, live action mixed with animation Looney Tunes film that has nothing to do with. A gimmick or anything, just a flat-out fun film. I yeah. had Brendan Fraser in it, and I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Looney Tunes, um, back in town or something shit like that. Yeah. And the film did really bad, and a lot of these projects, and one of them, which I was, which blew me away, which would have been amazing, was called Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. <laughs> right. And Tony Hawk actually talked about this a few weeks ago, yeah. and he said like, "Oh, I was all for it. I love Looney Tunes. Space Jam was so cool. It was the late nineties. This was the perfect time to do this film." And he signed up everything, ready to go, with a skateboard ready and his helmet on, ready, ready to do some kickflips. And they just pulled the plug because of this one film of Brendan Fraser. But to get to get to my point, there was one that was going to be made, which is probably the best of them all. I think it was called. Uh, um, Bugs Bunny in Varsity. So okay. essentially, the premise is that uh, the Looney Tunes, who actually they always make a joke about this, actually work for Warner Brothers. That's actually the law. It's like a kind of running joke. Okay. And uh, the the Warner Brothers bosses get taken over by some rich people, and they don't want the Looney Tunes around anymore. But the contract, but they found a loophole in the contract that uh, you can only work for Warner Brothers if you have a high school diploma or whatever they call it in america yeah and and looney tunes have never been to high school so guess so they what? have to graduate high school that's a graduate high school so you can imagine the hijinks but anyways the main live action character similar to and this was going to be a direct sequel to space jam as mm-hmm. well so you know the little kid that michael jordan's son yeah yeah, yeah. So they're gonna. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Michael Jordan at the start when he's a little kid, he's like dreaming of being a basketball player. I believe I can fly. All yeah, that. Yeah. And um, they were gonna do that similar joke, but the joke was was that it was gonna be this kid, and he's just like, um. You know, he's he, and and he dreams of the most mundane thing, and I think it was to be a a guidance counselor. But that's like he was so jazzed about being that when he grows up, and it, they even run with the joke to the point when he's got actual baseball cards with different, um, <laughs> with different guidance counselors from the past. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that idea is really stupid. So it just goes back to the the segue with SpongeBob being so jazzed about doing such a rubbish job. <laughs> that was all. But I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd shoehorn that in. Well, before we go back to normal. 
chat, have you heard this uh, little bit of controversy about um, what's the pig character called? Mr. Piggy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Porky Pig. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's really warm. It's too hot today. Um, There's a really minging video that just came out. I'll, I'll send you it after the podcast. But. Well, have you heard? Uh, have you heard that um, Porky Pig's got a little rap battle in it? Yeah, I've, I've seen. I've seen a little bit of it. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, they don't quite drop the N word, but they drop it with the letter P at the start instead. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about this? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheeky pig. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. No way. I want to see this film. I've heard so many people say how crap it is. Yeah. But the first one was terrible as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on. Well, we're going to get nothing but bad movies for a while, and we're still in the middle of the... Yeah, when, when that phase on. Uh, yeah. All the shit that was meant to come out that wasn't going to make any money anyway, but they're just like, yeah. Fast, yeah, fast, fast, fast and furious. Yeah. Well, they usually make loads, but yeah. Um, anyway, back to yeah. SpongeBob wants this. He wants this shit job, mm. and um, they're not having it. He's like, oh well, you know, um, <laughs> next door neighbors with Squidward, he'll vouch for me, and uh, walks well, away like, with Mister Krabs I, and just goes, no, no. Well, like, I, I, I guess before that, we, we, we first get introduced to SpongeBob. And it's just that it's that moment where he's lifting like the teddy bear weights. <laughs> yeah, and, and how strenuous such, it is. It's just like horrific. Uh, yeah, and he's then got he, water as well around him as well. Yeah, and then when he drops yeah. it, it like floats to the ground. When he finally yeah. lifts it up, <laughs> and um, you know what? I'd I'd love one of those for like for real. One of those um, clocks with a uh, fog horn on top. Mm. Annoy the neighbours. Yeah, just yeah. But no, but even if it looked like that and it just had yeah, like a little shit speaker in it or something, it, yeah. yeah, like I would, I would have loved one of them, but uh, I don't think they make them, <laughs> which is fair enough. I you think, know, speaking of Squidward, I think he's introduced the best out of all this because it's kind of a rule in writing if you can, if you can, pretty much click on to what a character is straight away. Yeah, is like really good writing, and I think when you meet Spin Spongebob, when you meet Squidward, I think he's like cleaning like graffiti off the window, and it's yeah, like and loser with yeah, his face underneath. <laughs> so you like you, you kind of get it straight away. Yeah, and I guess his one piece in life is that he gets to work away from SpongeBob, and then yeah. the idea that he wants to try and get the job there, but he's so nervous to do it. And Patrick, the only time, I mean. It's yeah. only really season one that Patrick is ever helpful to he's SpongeBob. A pop, he's a good, he's a good old hype man in there. So yeah, yeah, and then um, after that, he's just more and more of an imbecile. Like, but uh, well, it, it, there's a bit of a flanderization going on here because uh, the same thing happens with Mr. Krabs. Because even in this episode, there's no real mention that he's obsessed with money. It's more like a little side character trail, like a little daft thing, like, oh, he likes his money. But it's not really the point of the character. <laughs> yeah. And then, later, and then later on, it bec- that becomes his shtick. By the, time, everything. by the time the movie comes around and then it's like, he's literally getting interviewed and he goes, hello, I like money. <laughs> what <laughs> Which is funny is a one-off thing, but like, you know, it, it's, not his whole, it's not his whole character. But it, 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 it became that. And I think Patrick became just flat out stupid as fuck. Yeah. Rather than like a lovable friend who's always there for SpongeBob. 
Yeah, I know. But it was... I mean, it's been going for... Oh, God, don't tell me. 23 years now. Mental. I think. No, hold on. 22 years. Well, well, there's a Patrick Starr spin-off now that came out last week. No way, really? Yeah, it's it's hijinks with him and his family. Oh, you are joking. I think it might be like a weird prequel. Not like him being his kid or anything, but just before... This first episode, I think I'm probably wrong, but it's him in with his family, and it's you can imagine the shenanigans. Would they have SpongeBob like really depressed, like on the dole, like <laughs> trying to like uh, hold down any job I'm that he ready can get? Depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I am trying to think of. Oh my god, the anchovies thing! It's such a meme. You know the. Uh, is it? Yeah, you know, well, the Mr. Crab's eyes, you know, and they're like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what's that? That smell. <laughs> that smelly smell. <laughs> the smelly smell that smells. I only noticed this time around, finally, that, like, anchovies stink, and that's how he could smell them. Ah, uh, right. Because I, yeah, I just, thought, obvious, I just thought that was in there just for, like, because he's for, got a strong just, nose. Cause I squid- thought it was just, I just thought it was there just for the crack, just for just the silliness of it. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, what? what is a smelly smell that smells smelly? Anchovies. Anchovies, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, rotten. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, uh, where are we up to in the episode? He's, um... So he gets, he gets hyped from Spongebob. Yeah, and he gets he gets sent on, like, the tartan paint trip. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 cli- the cliche, like, workman's thing when they give him, like, a ridiculous item. But before that, he's obviously freaking out and he bounces all over the place. And uh, they give him the cliche. He wants he wants a hydrodynamic spatula right. w- with port and starboard <laughs> attachments and a turbo drive. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes, and don't come back till you get one. And uh, that that's probably, yeah, the anchovies come in. There's hundreds of them and they're throwing the counter all over the place and Squidward and Mr. Krabs are in danger. And it keeps cutting back and forth. Um, and, and funny enough, the anchovies kind of make a, uh, like a C. So there's that there's that visual gag as well. Yeah, because obviously the front of the front of the the reception or whatever you call the till is a boat, boat isn't it? Yeah, it is and a boat. Uh, yeah, so so that you can tell they planned that gag from well they literally did in the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that was the only reason why it's why it looks like that. I think it was just to get people used to the fact that this show wasn't going to pay attention to the fact they were underwater. Cause yeah, yeah, they really do not give a fuck, do they? Like, <laughs> the, 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 there's one thing I found interesting with, with the. Um, it seems that like all the locations are so isolated, like there's no connection between any of them, and it feels like a desolate world. It reminds me a lot of uh, South Park, how it's just a location; it doesn't feel connected to anything. A quiet mountain town. Yeah. Yeah. And how they just have these locations, and you don't know if people are neighbours to each other, or you know what I mean. It's well, a bit the idea obviously that... doing this, but you know it's like very isolated little sections. It, it, I think it's because you went to that supermart or whatever they call it. Yeah, and it's just this isolated thing. It was a chest, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? They're all apart from the pineapple. They're all um, so like Squidward obviously lives in an Eastern Island head, right? Yeah, uh, which. A small one, but yeah. Yeah, could have. Heard. Which, to be fair, wouldn't that be a giveaway of where the whole show is underwater? Not really. I mean, it could be. Where else it, do you find an Eastern Island head? 
could well look, it could be a gift shop one. I'm saying Eastern, it's Easter Island, sorry. It could be it could be a knickknack, like a little crappy little thing that someone's bought and chucked in the ocean. To be fair, it is next to a pineapple and they're usually quite small, so Yeah. That would mean Patrick lived under a stone. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than a rock. Yeah, it's a stone. But the crusty crab being a yeah, I guess it's not much bigger than Mm, yeah, well, it, it's not worth thinking about, is it? Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't bring logic into SpongeBob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, where? Yeah, where was I? Or where were you? Oh, what? sorry. Yeah, so he he, he 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 comes in like the hero. He's he's got his turbo-powered spatula. And the the and best line of the episode is, says, "Can you believe they only had one in stock?" <laughs> which, <laughs> is, <laughs> which is great. And then, yeah, good for him. Good and, lad, he's and then, got the job. And then there's that song, that Tiny Tim. Uh, is, is, isn't, a bit, isn't there like a, um, a Yellow Submarine reference? Or is that just a bit of iconography from the 60s? Shall we change the numbers? Dum, 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 dum. Yeah, it's just... It feels I, very Yellow Submarine, like really, of that time. Yeah, I don't know if it's a direct reference to that. Maybe that's like, just how things looked back then i don't know well he'll have been at the right age to have like watched stuff like that when he was a kid you know you bring logic into it but the, yeah um but yeah i just thought it was, i thought it was quite cool and and, and of course he you know he, he absolutely he, lo- he loves cooking david yeah he, abso- in, he absolutely bosses making like 100 crabby patties yeah, in about 20 seconds um which would also be a giveaway that they were vegetarian because otherwise everybody would get food poisoning so there you go if you really want to think about it. Does he not fry them? Yeah, he fries them, but oh, well. it doesn't fry them very long. Like, split second, some of them. Well, I mean, I mean, they are underwater, so... You could still have a grill. <laughs> no, you <laughs> No, you couldn't. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. Wait a minute. You could have a grill underwater, like. Yeah, no, no, you couldn't. You couldn't. Could yeah, but anyway, a, could you have? I'm just still thinking. Could you have like a? You could have a hot plate, right? If you powered it some sort of way. Without yeah, beam. but I don't think you could cook anything on it. Well, float away, wouldn't it? But that's just that's just another thing that, to not worry about. <laughs> yeah, not that it makes any sense. It. They're all on the ground. How does that make any sense? I guess they're all bottom feeders, aren't they? To some yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. So uh, yeah, he 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 feeds the five thousand anchovies and yeah save, saves the day yeah and, and and then Patrick comes in hey I would like one crappy patty and just absolutely and he makes them. thousands again and nearly kills Patrick and that's where the episode ends and that is it yeah. and it's 11 minutes and it's over and done with and it's really a, apart from the episode where you meet Sandy it's a perfect pilot yeah it's the only continuity it's um it, it's it's such a perfect pilot to the point where it pretty much introduces all the characters perfectly and the actual gimmick of the show. Yeah, I guess there yeah. is there is a bit of an inkling that Patrick's stupid because, you know, yeah. he's thinking it's, of what to say not, at one point when he goes, he goes, who's... Like, and his brain's yeah, just... Yeah, absolutely, and he lives breaking. under a rock, so, like, you know, there's there's visual elements to that, isn't there? So every character's introduced perfectly, and then you've got Mr. Krabs carrying the, the barrel of money. Carrying the booty. Carrying the booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it introduced everyone perfectly. Yeah, and the other episode, like I mentioned earlier, there's the um, the reef blower. Reef. Yeah, that was made. I, was, I always thought the pizza episode was second, and I don't know why. Really? Oh no. Yeah. No. 
Mm. One of the best episodes they ever did is the pizza delivery episode, mm. but um, no, the uh, the introduction to Sandy. I think it's called Tea in the Tree Dome. Is the name of the yes, episode? Yes. Is is that where SpongeBob dehydrates? <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, it's the. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I definitely don't need it. I've seen a lot of um, Ketflix and pills memes <laughs> to that. There's uh, so many memes of SpongeBob. It's because all the characters are so expressive, like over the top. Yeah, they do that weird um, animation. That I guess was kind of from like some of the early Nickelodeon shows, like Ren and Stimpy, where it would do like a close-up and it wasn't. Yeah, and, to and it'd move be like, and... it would be like hyper-realistic yeah. animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, uh, did you know that the um, a lot of the music is recycled from Ren and Stimpy? Really? Even though it fits this show so well. Yeah. Um, it's not very a lot. It's very Nickelodeon in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nickelodeon was like a little bit more daring at the time, but then again, I guess they all were, weren't they? Well, it was the nineties, wasn't it? They had some right rock and roll shows. Well, like, there's no, um, there's no reason for them to change or stop this show because well, it, it, it still <laughs> makes sixty percent of their whole revenue. Did you know that's that? the thing? It well, I, I didn't know that particular fact, like that percentage, but I, I, I was aware of SpongeBob pretty much taking over everything to the point where they probably can't be asked to make anything else because SpongeBob just brings well, in the booty. Nickelodeon's owned by another big umbrella corporation, right? Well, it'd be Time Warner, I'm assuming. Um. Even higher than that, they're not even associated with TV necessarily, right? It's just like this. Time Warner's the top top dog, aren't they? It's this big billion dollar. Industry. It might be Time Warner, but I'd. Well, to the put only reason. To put in perspective, Time Warner owns Warner Brothers. Like, you know, they're a big fish. Well, yeah, of course, Time Warner owns Warner Brothers, but. Um, yeah, but Time Warner owns, like, everything. You know, you have the big, you have the big ones, like, Disney's one of the big fish. Who owns loads of smaller things? I think it's like Time Warner. Uh, God, who else is there? No, it's it's Viacom. Viacom, yeah, and Comcast. Yeah, Viacom. Is, actually, I think Viacom is Comcast, isn't it? It's like yeah. Well, the um, it's something ridiculous. Like five percent of their whole revenue is from SpongeBob. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mental. Think how much they own. <laughs> And put out, and it's still five percent of their whole income. Viacom, God, what did Viacom own? Obviously Nickelodeon, but oh, like it'll be oh, so much. Yeah, it's not even it's not even worth talking about. Just like there's that much. Yeah, you know, it's why I've, it's why I've always been quite a fan of Netflix because Netflix art is the only TV company that's not owned by any of the big big mm-hmm. boys. Well, oh, the big, I guess the big one they own is CBS. Viacom. Okay. Right, that's one of, one of the big, you know, stations that they own. Yeah, um, is CBS uh, All Access still going? Is that a thing? Did oh, I it, don't know. Did it die? Who cares anyway? Sure, nothing to do with us Brits here anyway, so it's all good. Um, and yeah, it's a tricky one. You know, if they really did stop making it after the first film, yeah, would it still be like? You know, like, is it like The Simpsons where it's just around to make people remember I think, I think the it's early episodes? For people to buy merchandise, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's a bit like Pokemon for a lesser extent. Yeah, and it, like, and I, I suppose you have to put it in perspective of, like, it is just... Even though it was really well made, it is just a kid's show. And uh, yeah. the opposite... They do the opposite thing where 
they don't think kids are as smart as they look. No. And just gave them garbage after the film. Yeah, and dumbed down the characters a bit. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some highlights. Handsome Squidward isn't part of that original <laughs> series, believe it or not. Um, but well, he came back, didn't he, Stephen Hilberg? Uh, he did do, he did work on the film, the second film. Right. Yeah. Um, Is that Sponge Out of Water or something? Uh, I think so. There's yeah. a third one as well, and I can't remember the name. God, of it. I can't remember any of it. The second one. Uh, it felt like a weird LSD dream. Yeah. It's a very weird film. Matt Berry's in it as a dolphin at one point. Right, right. Um, he's in the third one as well, Matt Berry. Okay. <laughs> he's the main villain in it. Ah, uh, yeah, his voice. Yeah, his yeah. Voice. So he's one of the he's one of those actors that he, I think he's the only person who has that voice. You know, there's a lot of act, like some of the top actors, especially voice actors, only have that voice on the planet. Yeah, but it well, yeah. it's it's quite Brian Blessed if you remember him from IT Crowd. No, sorry. Well, Matt Berry's my IT crowd, but yeah, sorry, I get mixed. Uh, Brian Blessed, you'd Who's you'd Brian? you'd recognise the voice. He sounds. Like oh, is he from um, Blackadder? He has been in Blackadder, yeah. For the first season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very shouty. And he's yeah, got, yeah, like, he's like the king. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Is he like Neptune or something? Uh, no, no, I just mean that Matt, you said that Matt Berry is one oh, of those right, people who only has that voice. I'm saying, well, Brian, he sounds Tom a bit Hanks. like Brian Blessed. Tom Hanks has one of them voices. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Walken, even though so many people mm. do impressions of him. Yeah, but nobody actually speaks like that. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not even going to try. I've been trying for years to do a Christopher Walken impression. I hey, can't do Walken, it. Walken, you can't do it. <laughs> Christopher Walken impression <laughs> is one that follows, really. <laughs> No pattern <laughs> at all. Yeah, can't do it. I was in a movie <laughs> once. Yeah, up his ass. Anyway, cool. Uh, yeah. So, would you, would you recommend this, David? If, if we're gonna, unless you've got anything else to say on the matter. Do you know, I, don't, I don't know. You can't. I think it's still. I mean, God, like alarm bells are going in my head, thinking of like, um, the nostalgia <laughs> goggles that we have. You know. Yeah, and um, I think even I don't it, know. I, I mean, it, it's it's kind of went beyond a nostalgia. Well, it's because it's, it's kind of always been there, and like I've never forgotten about it, and came back to it. Mm. It's just like oh, it's SpongeBob, isn't it? This 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 kind of is our. It's not quite our childhood, nineteen ninety nine. We're night we're nineteen ninety two, but well, it would have been our childhood, wouldn't it? Well, I did. I did watch the seasons from. About two thousand and three, so I've been eleven. Yeah, same. I think I, I started when the, the the movie came out. That was like that era I got into it. Well, the film came out in two thousand five. Believe it or not, I did it. Oh well, I was quite late to the party then. Yeah, you missed the missed the boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I think it's great, and it's still like surprisingly like totally unoffensive. Uh, for for a show that is technically from the 90s you know yeah and um do you, one last thing did you know that he was uh they wanted to make an adult version like like what they did with ren and stimpy when they brought it back right and it was uh okay was on adult swim anyway when i say there i think it was adult swim that approached him to do it or someone like that you know and uh yeah, it, would ru- it would ruin their brand well I, I, he just didn't want to do it he was just like flat out noise like well i've got what i want you know like yeah and then when 
he'd done everything he wanted to do. He left and mass respect to him, but he made something bigger than himself. Yeah. And uh, in a way, it must have been like, I know he'll have had all the money he'd ever need. And I know he was like, he died early and stuff and bless him for that. But like, I'm sure a bit of him was like, I wish I had upset. that adult swim show. <laughs> or just like a bit of him that was upset that like people would like doing this to his show. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he just didn't give a well, fuck. Well, he, he, I think he was crying in his mansion, so he would have been all right, wouldn't he? Yeah. But, um, I know, but there's more. I think it, it, I think yeah, there's more yeah, to life. Maybe. But there's... Because um, you want to talk about legacy. Look what they did to him at the fucking Super Bowl. So there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. F- f- fair, fair enough. Fair enough, David. Uh, it, it reminds me of, um, like, c- can you name the guy who came up with Pokemon? No. No. <laughs> no. I know, I know of him. I feel like that, was that not like a committee? Or no, it? it's one guy. One guy? Yep. Wow. And he created Game Freak and everything. Wow. And yet nobody's heard of him. Because he literally, he did the first game practically by himself more or less he did have a team but it was it was more or less done by him and he got like a lot of his mates to do all the all the characters funnily enough oh, we should probably talk about this on a pokemon episode but there's um yeah so he did all he did all of he pretty much did a lot of the character designs designed the whole idea and the concept itself all the gym leaders and that yeah and then i did did one and then just like fucking left and just kept the show of pokemon and that. so he's probably he's, he's probably scarily rich but he hasn't like taken the fame of us he hasn't. He hasn't become like um, the guy who created Mario, for instance, where he, he's like the guy. Oh yeah, he's the guy who did this. You know, yeah. and he, he parades himself around. Um, I guess a little side note on that. I think the woman who created Pikachu, she created like all of the cute ones, and she was the only person to create cute Pokemon because a lot of them were thinking, "Oh well, we've got to create really scary, you know, monstrous Pokemon mm. or cool." And she thought, "I'll do a few cute ones." Because originally, I think I can't remember what the main Pokemon was going to be. I think it was like Poliwhirl, or um, and I think they went for Jigglypuff at one point, mm-hmm. and then they all had a vote, and I think Pikachu just hands down won completely to be the mascot for the TV show, like for everything really. Yeah, well, yeah, just for the whole thing going forward. Before the... it's not in the games, it's not in the games. No, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you can get um, him in the games, but he's not like yeah, no, like the one you start not, with you know, or whatever. No, absolutely. Yeah. How old are we? That is an old game now. <laughs> that is an old game. And I still remember it like it's yesterday. Yeah, that'll have been out uh, a year by the time that uh, SpongeBob came out. <laughs> Well, the game's been out since 97, I think. No, 96, sorry. Yeah, in Japan. But it, but it, it got... It, it was 98 yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. That when we picked it up. SMTV Live, man. I watched that documentary, by the way. Did you? Yeah. Nostalgia was heavy on that. Christ. I would like to watch that. I thought it... you'd seen it. Huh? I thought you'd seen it. Oh, yeah, I have seen it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's too right. hot today. It's too hot. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry, my bad. Anyways, I what, would what, absolutely what? recommend it. How can I not recommend SpongeBob SquarePants? It's ridiculous. Yeah, those fan theories are ridiculous. It's got nothing to do with Hitler. Leave Steven Hillenburg alone. All right, just let him rest in peace. Just don't be a dick. What do you think the What do you think the IMDb beat rating is? I think it's tanked. Uh, eight point zero. Eight point two. You know, if it wasn't for all those later episodes, it'd be fucking right up there. Guess what the first episode is, though. Oh, come on. It's got to be high. 
I hope people aren't downvoting it being like the animation's crappy or something like that. Cause yeah. It's just, but, ah, uh, 8.9. Uh, 8.7. But one of the highest episodes of that season is the pizza delivery one. Of course, pizza delivery one. But it's not, it's not the highest. Uh, rock, Can you have a rock bottom? Spot on. Yeah, really? That's the highest one of that season. Get in. It's a great episode. Actually, I, I wonder if it's the highest of... I wonder what's the highest of the, the whole thing. Um, oh, God. Let me figure this out. Um, the one where they're in the um, when Sandy's hibernating's got to be up there. That is an absolute, you know, the Pinhead Larry. Oh line. yeah, who called Pinhead? <laughs> it's got to be up there. Surely, there's um, what other great, great episodes are there? The, All right, okay. Well, what do you? Right, okay. It's an obvious one. What do you think is the highest one? The highest rated episode 9. of all 8. time. Nine point eight. Yeah. Nine point eight. Yeah, what do you think it is? <laughs> and it's an obvious one. It's not like a, oh, you know, it's not a weird one. It's it's, it's one you go, yeah, fair enough. Oh, mine's going blank. Let's have a think. Um, can you give me? Could you tell me what season it's in? Oh God! If you came if out you it came out two thousand and one. That's all I've got here. So okay, okay. I'm gonna kick myself when you tell me. I don't know. Yeah, you will. Um, band geeks. Fuck! Of course, of course. I was gonna give you a clue, but I thought it would have been too obvious. That we've already talked about. Uh, Isn't that just like that? Is like the millennial in a nutshell that Squidward finally becomes happy because we're all so fucking miserable. Yeah, I think that's why to pop. I think I think that's the reason because it was the first time that's happened to Squidward because they've kind of fucked him over up until this episode. Yeah, and that was he finally wins. What do you think second? I'm not going to go through loads, but what, what, what do you think second? Because it's another big one as well. Uh, the one where like SpongeBob rips his pants or something. No, it's uh, chocolate with nuts. Oh God, yeah. And and maybe Man and Barnacle Boy five. So um yeah, <laughs> uh yeah. So bloody hell! Do you remember the uh, rip pants song? Oh yeah, yeah. It's um it's half based on a Beach Boys song, and it's. I'm not kidding. Ten times better than the Beach Boys song, like yeah. Oh, but but by the way, the I did say band gigs, but it's shared with you know two episodes and everything. It's shared with him the secret box. Ah, yeah. So you've got, so you've got like two absolute killer episodes. That's the meme, like the nobody cares meme. Yeah. You know, went imagination. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Nine point eight. But yeah. God, how go. many? I mean, how many people haven't seen SpongeBob by now? Well, guess how many episodes it's got now. Uh, 231 280 that wasn't bad for a guess but 280 yeah that's insane it's done 13 seasons (laughs) just stop but now they've kind of delved delved into films and spin-offs and stuff now yeah yeah I know but but then again Maybe everybody listening wouldn't have listened if SpongeBob wasn't going still. Who knows? Might have been all forgotten yeah. about. Yeah. Maybe like Johnny Bravo. Do you remember Johnny Bravo? I never watched it. Oh man, it was it was amazing. It wasn't my shtick as a kid. I wasn't it stuff like that. Oh, or like or like Dexter's Laboratory. It was great. It's still great yeah. now. No, Dexter's Labs bang average to be honest, but uh, Johnny Bravo's 
There's a lot of great writers I didn't, I didn't from that show. I didn't have Sky as a kid. So. No, I didn't. It was... Um, oh. No, I didn't even have digital or anything. It was just normal. Just oh. five channels. I'll tell you how long ago we had it. We had a cable and wireless. That was what it was called. Right, and you could get, get all the free view channels. And it, well, it um, eventually turned into Virgin Media. Right, okay. It went under about eight different names before it got there, so that's how long yeah. ago it was. It was a long time. But, you know, you can thank them for fiber optic broadband, so there you go. Because it's yeah. on those lines. And on that... Um, I think we'll end it. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we are on Instagram, at Don't Blame the Pilot all one word we are on tiktok believe it or not and they're somehow booming <laughs> what, it's, we're, we're actually getting more views on tiktok than we are on our actual podcast yeah what the <laughs> hell what the hell so if you're from tiktok hello but um yeah uh, that's also at don't blame the pilot and uh the email have a guess don't blame the pilot at gmail.com there you go and we'd love to hear from you I'm sorry I haven't actually replied to a lot of people um, from Instagram last week, but I'm in the middle of making a list of all the suggestions, so we don't forget. So mm. I'm going back through everything. We can whack through them. Yeah, because we are going to do them. We're promised, and we will. We've so been thank- quite, we haven't been lazy, but we've left things to the last minute <laughs> for the past few weeks. Yeah, and um, it's just it's just so hot. I know that's hard to believe in England, but it's true. It's we're not built for it. And um, there you go. That's my excuse, basically. But I'm going to go through a list of all of them. Thanks for this, keeping with us all this time. Bless you. Must have drove you mad. But we're going to we're gonna start whacking them out. So cool. there you go. And uh, yeah, that's a bye for me. Take it easy, everybody. Cool. See you later. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Now I learned a lesson I won't soon forget. So listen and you. Judy, you're sad.